0: Good morning everybody. Welcome back to TK Sports. It's been a while. It's been a minute. Um, we missed a couple shows. It's live.
1: We just had live stuff. Yeah.
0: You know? yeah. We. Uh, my sister got married. Uh, shout out Jessica and Dustin. Um, check out Dustin's pod. Bullpen banter on Spotify. They talk about baseball. That's all I really know. Never listened to it. That's awesome. Um, I didn't know that. Yeah. Wedding was great. I'm happy for my sister. Uh, While I was in Wichita, uh, we had Monday Night Raw, WWE, <laughs> in, um, in Wichita. Um, I watched WWE a lot as a kid, but not too much anymore. Last year I kind of went through a phase when basketball season was over and I had nothing to watch. So I would turn it on every Monday and Friday. And sometimes i get into it, sometimes not. I mean, it's wrestling, it's fake. Uh, but what was interesting... I was at Genesis Monday morning with my uncle working out, mm-hmm. and I'm in the locker room, and I recognize these two guys standing there, and I'm like, that looks like... Well, was, there's a wrestler named Otis, who's this real big, short guy. with long, Big, short guy. So he's short, but he's... He's he's boom. huge. He's like yeah, 400 pounds huge, yeah. and he's got like... 400 pounds? Yeah. He's got like... Oh, Yeah. He's all bit of but he's got like big beard, long hair, uh-huh. and I see him at the corner. I'm like, "That's funny. That looks like Otis. That's his name." <laughs> I'm like, "That looks like Otis." Well, then I'm like, "That guy next to him looks like Chad Gable, who's his partner." And I'm like, "I, I get closer. I'm like, oh shoot, that is Otis <laughs> and Chad Gable." So I ask him for a picture. I get a picture. I'm kind of unhappy because the lighting was horrible in there. My selfie looks really bad. <laughs> that's funny though. um that's crazy actually and i'm like i'm like kind of hyped because i'm like yeah i just kind of saw you know world-class athletes in person next to me in public like so I, I walk out i walk out to my uncle who i was working out with and i show him the picture i'm like no way then behind my look and there's more walking in there's finn balor who is a champion and like in, in wrestlemania like pretty pretty popular guy uh apollo cruz who uh pretty decently popular if you're in the weeds of WWE. Uh, there was Jinder Mahal who won a championship I think in like 2014. Veer Mahan and then some other guys I didn't know. Um, but what's cool is so like I'm doing the fly machine and on the machine right next to me is a WWE wrestler <laughs> also doing flies and I'm like, this is just awesome. Maybe a little more weight. Not really. Really? Well, they had the show that night. So oh, they're so probably, they, uh, you know, doing lightweight. tune-up. And he wrestled when I was there. But I'm like, how cool is this? Yeah, that's pretty awesome. That, like, I'm just working out, doing my thing. In pop- Wichita, Kansas. They're just popping out of Genesis. And there's there's world-class athletes next to me. What's crazy is you can tell some of them are doing steroids. Yeah. Uh, one guy, he looks... I mean, side effects of steroids. He looks old. His skin's hanging off his muscles. And, like... And he gets beat up all the time, so he's walking bow legged, <laughs> bent over. And me and my uncle were talking, we're like, Man, he looks like he's sixty. He looks like he's like sixty five. And he's like, How old do you think he is? I'm like, I'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt. I'm gonna guess forty five. Dude's thirty six. Oh. And like when you see him on T V, when you see him in the rooms, yeah, they look great. Yeah. Like like they look great. And, yeah, and it's like, but even even this picture I'm showing Kobe on on Google, he does not look like he's 36. He looks older. Mhm. So I could give him 50, and I bet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and when you see him in person, there's some gray in that beard. I yeah, think, you see yeah. him in person, and he's like he like bent over, walking oh. really bow legged, and you're just like, man, it's like I feel for you because you look like you're in pain. But what's funny too it was well not funny but interesting is like he was with another guy who's been wrestling for a couple years. And and they were, like, doing dumbbell bench. Mm-hmm. And it's like he was teaching him how to dumbbell bench <laughs> and what it sounded like. Because I was right next to them. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, you know, you just gotta go straight up. And it's like he was teaching. I'm like, no way this guy who's a wrestler looks like that and looks, you know, is huge doesn't know how to dumbbell bench. Also about this guy, he a to pitch for the Pirates, Veer Mahan. That's sick. Yeah, so... Good for him. Yeah, he looks a lot smaller in the baseball picture. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I saw him last year at the show, but I'm like, that's just awesome. Did, that, did other people like there know who they it's were? It's like the trainers are talking about, but nobody was bothering them. Like, I only got the picture in the locker room because I'm like, run locker room. No one's yeah, 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 yeah. But like, my favorite guy was there. I didn't even get a picture with him because he was doing squats. I'm like, I don't want to bother him. Yeah. He probably would have been cool about it, but that's a good fan etiquette. Even when I asked the two for the picture, like, they were talking to each other, and I interrupted, and I was like, do you guys mind if I get a picture? And they were like, I guess. Okay. <laughs> and I'm like, I get it, you know, it's it's in the morning, I mean, but it was like 10 o'clock. We're in the gym, you know, they want to get their workout done, so it's like, and I was like the only guy who had asked them, but I'm like, you know, my uncle also He's like, yeah, but that's part of their job. Yeah. I'm, it's like it's a LeBron, dude.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like,
0: you're, you might have been, you probably weren't, but you might
1: have been, like, the only guy in there who was, like, oh.
0: I'm probably, they probably are, should be happy. I yeah, they're like, so, oh, right, we're still, we're still, you know. What's funny, so I took a picture of this guy's name is Veer Mahan, sent it to my sister. My sister thought he was Roman Reigns. You know who Roman <laughs> yes, Reigns is, right? Yeah, like, So yeah. I'm getting a phone call from her, and she's like, no way. She's like, I'm telling everybody Roman Reigns is, I'm like, that's not Roman Reigns. That's a guy who, like, doesn't wrestle. <laughs> So the show was really cool. Like, you know, watching it on TV, you know, I gotta kind of be in the right mood for it. But when you're there, it's cool. oh sure, yeah. and just watching the, them be able to do what what they can do. Yeah, and realizing like after seeing the gym, they like they don't look as big in the gym. Mm-hmm. They look like normal gym bros. Yeah, like they're not walking around Which is crazy. Like like they're not walking around looking humongous. Yeah, no, I can be like, yeah, that guy goes to Genesis yeah, every yeah, day. He and just I'm looks like... like a guy who goes to the gym. And so it was nothing crazy, um, but then you see them in the ring throwing each other around, doing flips and stuff, jumping really high, and you're like, wow, these guys are really athletic. And that's kind of what we were talking about, um, is like, in a sport like that, it's all about the athleticism, not mm-hmm. necessarily the strength. It's about the athleticism and how shiny can they make your body. Yeah,
1: exactly.
0: Um, so, but it, that was really cool. Um Gotta see Cody Rhodes come out. Um, I really like him. People here watch WWE. He's kind of like hot right now. His storyline's really, really cool. He was um he left WWE like seven years ago for creative differences, and then made a surprise return last year. And then he was always like a mid card guy, and he got a shot at the title. Um, and so his the storyline they have pushing him like really cool. It's really easy to get behind him, and they have the whole pyro with him now. So he comes out. So when he Enters. They have the whole the whole lights go off. Mm-hmm. Then the smoke machine. Now the entrance. He comes out. They got a song and they does a little pose and just fireworks fly into the sky or not the sky because it's close at entrance, but it's fireworks fly up. It's super loud in there because it's a small arena. They got fire and everything. And it was it was really cool to see it and be like, man, they set this all up in, like today. Yeah. Uh, what's all, what was also really funny is I so I took my seven year old nephew because uh, it was his. His birthday. I'm sure, he's
1: eating that up.
0: Yeah, yeah. He doesn't really watch wrestling, so I don't think he was too into it because he just didn't really know all the guys coming out. But every time the pyro come up, you see he'd look at me and go, "I wasn't ready for that." <laughs> and it was so funny. It was so funny. Or every time a guy came out, he'd be like, "Who is it?" And I'm like, "I don't even know." <laughs> so I would just. I mean, he's seven, so he can't really read yeah. the screen, and that's what he was asking me. Um, but he only lasted about an hour, so we left at about, like, 8.15. She'll go until 10. But I looked up the rest of the night, and I'm like, I got to see all the people I want to really see. You really wanted to miss him. Uh, we miss, I missed Cody Rhodes' fight because we were waiting in line for a T-shirt. Um, so that that was a little bit of a bummer, but, like, I saw him come out. I don't know if you knew Rhea Ripley is. She's always on TikTok. The whole, the whole uh, gimmick with her now is that everyone's calling her mommy. Like like they like they're advertising shirts that say Rhea Ripley is my mommy M A M I, and then they have guys out there like the whole the whole crowd was chanting mommy when she came out. So and it was it, pretty packed. Yeah, it was pretty sold out. It was sold out. Yeah, and I was on TV. We were on TV in the, hey. in the stands because uh, we were right behind the ring. Like we had excellent seats for for what I what I paid too. Um, let me let me show you Kobe where that's sweet. Like this is no zoom.
1: Oh, that's awesome! Yeah,
0: so it was. It was no really, wonder
1: those fireworks scared him, man.
0: Yeah, You're right up there. Yeah, it was. It was really cool. I enjoyed it. Um, I usually watch WrestleMania every year, and I I have, I follow them on Instagram, so like when they come to town, I can keep up with what's going on. Mm-hmm. Cause like just knowing a little bit makes it so much more entertaining. But I thought it was. I just thought it was really cool that like I was close, like shoulder to shoulder. Yeah. Act- Actually, what happened, so my favorite guy, Finn Balor, was at the gym with some another wrestler, but I didn't recognize him, and it was bothering me, because like I know all the wrestlers, uh, just from playing the game, yeah. watching every once in a while, and I'm like, who's that guy with him? So I'm on my phone, while my uncle's doing tricep pushdowns, I'm on my phone, looking up the roster, trying to figure out this guy. <laughs> I didn't know that Finn Balor walked next to me and looked at me, while I'm on my phone looking up. The guys, my uncle was like, Trent, Trent, look, look. And I'm like, what? I'm still on my phone. By the time I look up, they're gone. But he was like, that was your chance if you wanted a picture with him. Oh. And I'm like, man, that's so upsetting. You know, because it's one thing, it was just like a wrestler, but it's like my favorite wrestler. Mm-hmm. I've liked him since he came out. So that was that was a little disappointing. Um, But like, I still got to see him. I, watching, watching them live, like I looked over at him at one point, he was doing a squat. It's like... His thighs are chiseled and like I've never seen somebody's thighs like flex like that mm-hmm. and I'm like that's what's impressive I want to know how much of that is steroids <laughs> yeah. but it's just, it's just really impressive and I thought it was cool um moving on NBA finals wrapped up Denver Nuggets won and I think I watched every game I did not I was at wrestling during oh. the last game yeah. so I missed that on Monday um, all the other games I was always busy it was it was yeah, like, really year, yeah. it was really unfortunate this year that I missed the I, I gotta watch most games leading up to it but I missed the finals games oh, you didn't
1: really this much
0: yeah well this is like the first time in a long time I've missed the final celebration yeah um, yeah it's always cool to watch that. yeah but I, all of the Jokic stuff was funny where he's like "Oh, I just wanna go home that's the best part of it yeah it's so funny like They're like, when's the parade? Thursday. I just wanna go home. See my horses.
1: Like when they won and you got like Jamal Maurice crying, you know emotional. And then Jokic was just like, Yeah, I'll do the interview. We didn't go home. We did what we did what we did what we were supposed to do. Did what we were supposed to do and then he's just
0: straight faced. Just I just think it's crazy, like he says basketball's not my main thing. It's just a thing I'm good at. Like, like that's so. That's like imagine you. You're the guy dedicating his life to basketball, trying to do this thing, and the dude who's a two time MVP wins the whole thing. You're just like, yeah, I showed up. I mean, that's what he does, though. <laughs> or like, I love Jamal Murray's story, though. I don't know if you know much about like. So he tore his ACL a couple years ago. Um, they missed him last year, and he goes to management, and he goes, "You guys can trade me. I'm damaged goods." And they, they told him, they go, No, you're not going anywhere. You're here for the long haul. And they win a championship. Like, like I just love that story yeah, that, you know, funny. like he he's hurt for a year. He's down on himself. And he's like looking out for the team. And you guys, I get it, guys. You guys can get rid of me. Like, move on from me. winning a championship. And he was able to, you know, come back, face the adversity, come back and
1: be a core, and, not just a bench right like a core guy for them.
0: He was there. Yeah. yeah, he averaged like 30, 24 mm-hmm. points. In the playoffs, like he he wasn't just a core guy; he was the guy. Him and Jokic. He was the Robin. To the yeah, and even in some games he was the Batman, and Jokic was the Robin. But just like that story is great. Jeff Green, I don't even know Jeff Green's Mm -hmm. story with his open heart surgery. Oh, I knew he was older, so I think it was like twenty twenty twenty. It was late twenty tens, early twenty twenties. I don't know exactly when he had open heart surgery. Was told he'd never play again, and then he came back and made a team and now he's won his first championship second trip to the finals Uh, no I don't know if that's true yeah with the Cavs he went with the Cavs um, in 2018 I don't think he was he wasn't on the Thunder roster but it's just cool Ish Smith finally wins a ring I think he has 13 teams in 13 seasons (laughs) he finally wins a ring Christian Brown Christian Christian Brown back to back yeah and he won three high school championships Mm -hmm. so he's a winning player um, I think he's like one. Of, he kind of had some shiny moments in there. Yeah, I mean, he scored 15 mm-hmm. in what game three? Game, mm-hmm. I think it was game three. Yep. Um, Jokic says he was the reason they won the game. Mm-hmm. Like, it's one thing for a rookie to ride the bench and win a ring. Uh, it's another thing for a rookie to get drafted late and then play significant minutes on a finals team, on a championship, not just a finals team. Uh, DeAndre Jordan finally wins a ring. First, <laughs> first member of Lob City to win a ring. <laughs> That's funny. Aaron Gordon, I, I'm i glad he won a ring because he deserved it. You know, the way he played. Like, I don't like Aaron Gordon because he was playing well. You know, like, he was locking everybody up. He was locking Jimmy up. Like, he is a great player uh, in that role that they have in Denver. And I'm not a fan of him because he's a great player, and I don't want to play against him. That's fair. So, but it's impressive what he was able to do, you know, being on those Orlando teams that never won, getting traded and being that key key piece for them. He, It's almost like Aaron Gordon was that missing piece. Yeah. Because um, whose name did we not hear at all? The whole finals. Jimmys. At all. Yeah, Jim, well, Jimmy.
1: He on, went missing.
0: But, like, honestly, Jimmy went missing after the first round. After
1: the first round. We talked about that before the start of the playoffs.
0: And it's like. It's really impressive what the Heat were able to do after Jimmy sucked.
1: Yeah. Like,
0: they knew they weren't able like, to do it without him. He was averaging, like, he, he came from averaging, like, 28 on, like, 60% shooting or something like that to 20 points, 19 points on, like, 36% shooting.
1: He would take some shots, and I'm like, what are you... Yeah,
0: which, like, I guess is one of those things where it's just, like, it worked in the first round. It was... Yeah, it you did. know, and it was like, okay, we're going to play Jimmy... I mean, but if you get if you're an eight seed and you're like okay, you get this player, but only for the first round, and then he'll average twenty points a game for you going on. You're gonna take it. You're gonna take it anyways. Yeah. Like the heat, the heat did not fail. The heat season was a huge success. Uh, well, the heat's postseason was a huge success. The season wasn't. They should have. They were the one seed the year before. <laughs> Two years before that, they were in the finals. Uh, they should have been a lot better, but for the for what they were doing and the way that they were a playing team to make it to the finals they had a very successful season in my opinion do
1: you think more teams will look at the heat and be like well regular season whatever we just got to make it into the playoffs and then
0: turn it on i don't know i feel like i feel like basketball's so hard to predict now um, i mean that's why games are series but yeah. it's like even then the heat struggle to make it in they lost the first playing game. They were one they were one game away from getting bounced. Yeah. Um, I think the other thing about the NBA right now, it's like players are so good, even your bench players are, that you got to be ready for anything. And mm-hmm. that's what the Heat proved. Between Gabe Vincent showing up, all these undrafted guys showing mm-hmm. up, and it's like you just have to be ready for it as a team. Your really bad team could show up out of nowhere. I mean, I feel like it's kind of what the Kings did all season. Yeah, They had all these players who have been meh, Meh. mid, all these years, and they all just worked together and showed up. Malik Monk being one, he scored, I think, 45 one game this season. And yeah, they didn't win their their series, but they made the playoffs for the first time in 14 years. Or no, I think it was 16 years. It might have been our last show, but
1: we talked big three one time. But that's like... Would you rather have a big three or a complete five? Yeah, like... We've well, seen what a complete five can do.
0: If we're talking about big complete five, I would rather have two great players and then just... Yeah. I, you know, I just want guys... So the Nuggets. Yeah, yeah. Guys who start in their roles for the Nuggets. Yeah, exactly. I don't think Jokic cares how much he scores. No, because... Jokic is a team player. That's can, his role because he can willingly score
1: pretty much whenever he wants. If you watch, and he any, can. The thing about him is he can
0: willingly pass to yeah.
1: whoever he wants. If on you watch the game, you could see that there would be quarters where he would take over, and you're like, oh, oh, so this guy can score whenever he wants to score.
0: But the, I mean, the thing about them is that their guy just completely star in the rules. Aaron Gordon, he's a three guy who you know, they're a hustle guy. Every championship has that hustle guy, mm-hmm. that Dennis Rodman, that Draymond Green. Um, PJ Tucker on the Bucks uh, every team has it Michael Porter Jr. Your, your spot up three he did that well even though his stats might not look like it he hit the big shots Jokic what more can you ask for your, for your finals MVP you know getting triple doubles when he wants being able to pass who he wants getting the boards just being a bully down low Jamal Murray your perfect two in my opinion scores all the time can just show up in the moments um I don't know what more you can ask for Murray. KCP, another 3 and D, uh, with the experience. Mm-hmm. You know, this is the second championship. He won one in 2020 with the Lakers. Then you go to the bench. You have Bruce Brown, your other hustle guy, your your spark plug. Um, and Christian Brown, who's great off the bridge too. They are all role players who start on the... They don't have... They're not a star-studded team. I think about teams like those Celtics teams with like Kyrie, Gordon Hayward, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum... What's the issue you run into if there's five seconds left on the clock? Who shoots it? They all have. They all have the capability of making that shot, and they're all going to fight over. The first whoever
1: gets the ball in the inbounds is
0: going to shoot it. Yeah, but but they have to fight over who does coach draw that play for, and that's why teams like that fail. I didn't even think about the Thunder, Carmelo, PG, Russell. Who takes, who takes a shot? Um, teams that kind of. I mean, the the Warriors are an outlier of that with their big four. Um,
1: yeah, because they played so well together.
0: Well, you don't. I mean, yeah, like, they, they all complement each other's mm-hmm. games. I mean, you had Curry, great playmaker, great shooter. Clay, great 3 D. KD, great three-level score. What you're missing between Curry and Clay, or Curry and KD defensively, Draymond picks that up. Them. And then you just get a big guy down there and yeah. rebounds. Yeah. So, yeah, I I mean, that's how you make a team. The Nuggets are, this year's Nuggets, in my opinion, the eye test looks like the perfect NBA team. I won't say they're the perfect NBA team. Yeah, you can't. uh, But with the eye test, they look like the perfect NBA team. I think it's funny that Thomas Bryant won a chip (laughs) after being traded by the Lakers. After, uh, you know, asking for the ball on LeBron's uh, record-breaking shot. Have you seen the picture? Oh, yeah, I've seen the picture.
1: Somebody posted, it, it was like, one guy in this photo has one arena this year. It's Thomas Bryant. Yeah.
0: Uh, Reggie Jackson gets his, gets a championship. So it's just, it's just great to see some of these veterans, too. The other thing about the Nuggets is they have a lot of veteran leadership. DeAndre Jordan, T- uh, Ish Smith, Reggie Jackson, Jeff Green. They have guys, KCP, they have guys who are older mm-hmm. who have made deep playoff pushes. Just been on winning teams to help with your younger guys like Jamal Murray. I'd say he's younger. Michael Porter Jr. Um, Christian Brown, Bruce Brown, the guys that were, you know, making the moves didn't have that, didn't have any finals experience. Yeah. But you think they weren't getting talked to by those other guys? 100%. Yeah. Those are all these, all these old guys off the bench. It's like Udonis Haslam. They've (laughs) been there. They know what they're talking about. Um, I watched a video, uh, Secret Base on YouTube. they have great videos. They have this great sequel. YouTube channel. You watch them too? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love their beef history. Mm-hmm. So I watched amazing. Ben, amazing. I watched Ben Simmons versus Jared Dudley last night. I recommend you check it out. Yeah. Um it just highlights that a couple years ago in the playoffs, Jared Dudley and Ben Simmons had like a series long beef. But what I came came out with it was how great of a player coach Jared Dudley is. And that teams need guys like him. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. That they're willing to call out players when no one else is, even as teammates, and they're willing to have the difficult conversations, and that's the stuff we don't get to see as fans. And I wish there was a way to have a stat for yeah. you know, just yeah. have a way to to measure how much how much that locker room presence mm-hmm. matters, yeah, how valuable it is. That's um, every
1: sport too.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. How many times do you
1: see the third string quarterback who's just an old guy well,
0: in the NFL? Us as High school athletes, and you even in, as a college athlete. Um, when I was a freshman, who was talking to me about giving me tips? Oh yeah, the seniors and juniors, the upperclassmen. Mm-hmm. As a junior and a senior, I wasn't that great, but I was doing my best to fix some bad habits. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like it's, it's extremely at the college level. It's
1: paramount. Mm-hmm. I mean, and at junior college it was. Freshman, sophomore, but when you walk into that college, it's so different, and you gotta to talk to the guys who've been there and done it before.
0: You talk about NCAA teams oh, that yeah. won March Madness. None of them are these one and done teams yeah. like Duke they and have... Kentucky. They did it not recently. Yeah, I so said they they were able to do it with Anthony Davis. but Anthony Davis was a perfect college. Yeah, it's player. called generational
1: talents. We haven't really yeah, yeah. seen that generational talent leader
0: team. But here. even then, like that Duke team that I loved, Zion, RJ, uh, Cam Reddish. Kinda of forgot about them. Uh, that team should have won it all, but they didn't because they didn't have the experience on how to handle the Sweet Sixteen, how to handle the Elite Eight. You and know? those guys know. It yeah. don't matter. Yeah, because they're, they're getting, getting
1: the drafted. Draft That's
0: why I love these sixteen seeds that move on mm-hmm. because they don't have the they don't have the uh, I guess the the leadership of being there. But they all know that, like, I'm not getting drafted. Yeah, this is my shot. Yeah, and I'm. They they have the heart, and I love watching sports when players have the heart. And that's what this Nuggets team felt like to me, a team that had heart. Even the Heat, the Heat looked like they had heart. They were the worst seeded team in the playoffs. They lost the playing game, and they fought, mm-hmm. and they fought, and it, it was impressive. And the Nuggets, as the one seed. They still had to fight. I mean, the Heat, it wasn't like a blowout every game. No. They they won a game. Two games, uh, they won by ten or more out of the five. And for an eight-seeded team, I think that's very impressive. So. uh, It just wasn't
1: scheduled, right? Yeah. We called this. And none of it was super... There were some exciting moments, but like... Was it the most exciting finals I've ever watched? No. no
0: but in my opinion, both teams are winners. Oh You know the Heat the Heat lost the finals. Yeah. But they still win. They they won by getting there. They won by beating the Bucks. hmm Then they won by beating the Knicks then it's and just the Celtics. Adding everything on top is mm-hmm. icing on the cake. Jimmy Butler, fifty six points in the that first series in the first round. That's super impressive. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the leader the leader in most points per in a game. In uh, NBA history, you know who that is? Jordan. Or not NBA history of uh, postseason history. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> he had. Let's see. He had sixty-three points against the Celtics in nineteen eighty-six. Um, talk about Michael Jordan. He's selling the team. He sold the Hornets. Oh, he did. Bought it for one hundred eighty million in two thousand ten. Yeah. Sold it for three billion. Three billion. Sold his stake for three billion. And he's staying on as a minority minority ownership. Three billion? Yeah. But do we want to talk about what he did for that franchise? How many times do you think they made the playoffs while he was a owner? One. You're close. Two. Two times. You have Michael Jordan as an owner. Um I'm pulling up the graphic I saw on Instagram right now once my thing loads. So you're saying that's bad? Or are you on
1: that side of this take? That's horrible. Two playoffs.
0: What's he supposed to go do? Go out there and play? No, but make moves, sign it's it's what it's the teams he signed. Of course, I don't know if I sent it to you. I guess I didn't save it. That's upsetting. So it was it was all the players he signed. I have to go find the 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 graphic because I forgot to save it. That is really upsetting. I might not be able to find. I mean,
1: but they were, how good were they before he got there?
0: Not well. They were a new team. Yeah. Um, So that's you know. But like, when you give Gordon Hayward a max contract, when you give Cody Zeller fifty six over four years, true. It's just decisions that were made, just weren't good. (laughs) Um but when we when we we come down to it, what do you call him?
1: We called him the owner. And to me that screams the word business. And as a business venture, he made out like a bandit.
0: Yeah, I just think, you know, better things could have been done for, that, for that team. I don't think he was a good he was a good owner, good good management. Um And then he'll say, Sorry I can't hear you sitting on top of this three billion dollars I just made <laughs> What I'm hoping is these new owners are able to take this team in a different direction. Yeah, exactly. I can't find Oh, don't worry. We're going to talk about owners later. I can't find the, um... Where's the graphic? We will talk about owners later. I'll find it eventually. Let's see. Sports Center. Maybe NBA posted it. I would be amazed if NBA posted it. I For just, sure did. Yeah, they just... There's
1: still... There's um, just things to be said about owners. You can tell that... Let me, let me say this. 90% of the owners do not have the team's best interest yeah, in mind. Yeah, in 90% maker. of the time, I would
0: say. Um, We'll get back to this conversation before we segue. John Morant update. 25 games. That's it. What do you think? Should have been more. Yeah, I thought that was kind of low. My uncle said should have been a season and community service. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I was expecting 50 or more. Yeah, I was man.
1: thinking 50. That's kind of the number. And the,
0: the NBPA, uh, National Basketball yeah. Players Association, the NBA's Union, said that's cruel and unusual, the 25 games. Wow. So what did
1: he get for the first one, 10?
0: Eight. Eight. Eight for the first one. 25 for this one. What's... I mean...
1: First offense, yes, cruel and unusual. After second you told,
0: offense. A, second offense after you tell Adam Silver, yeah. I've learned from my mistakes. Yeah, uh, John Morant did come with the statement. statement. This was today, correct? This, this was wrong. this was today. That's yeah, so why I haven't out. read anything about it. Yeah, I got. I've find, right. Let me let me find the statement. I know I saved it. My stuff didn't say that I. Saved if I'm it. him,
1: I am like... Oh my gosh, I just made out like a bandit, like Yeah, he's extremely lucky. Okay, let me look it up real quick. The memes that came after um, after the finals though, because you know how Silver said uh-huh. he's gonna wait till after. <laughs> Amazing.
0: So John Morant's statement, um, said, I've had time to reflect and realize how much hurt I've caused. I want to apologize to the NBA, the Grizzlies, my teammates and the city of Memphis. To Adam Silver, Zach Kleeman, and Robert Pera, who gave me the opportunity to be a professional athlete and have supported me, I'm sorry for the harm that I've done. Um, To the kids who look up to me, I'm sorry for failing you as a role model. I promise I'm going to be better. To all my sponsors, I'm going to be a better representation of our brands. And to all my fans, I'm going to make it up to you, I promise. I'm spending the... Oh, hold on, i got to wait for it to load i spent the the season and my suspension continuing to work on my own mental health and decision making. I'm also going to be training so that I'm ready to go when I can be back out on the court. I know my teammates are going to hold it down, and I'm so sorry I won't be out there with you at the beginning of the season. I hope you'll give me the chance to prove to you over time I'm a better man than what I've been showing you. What are your thoughts? Heard it before. Uh, right? right that's well, the most like, pr written
1: <laughs> like did we pop out chat gpt for this one too or
0: no that was just his pr team that wrote that 100%. and they said okay we need you to post this yeah
1: 100 but it's like you
0: you've heard it before mm. have we not like it's we have thing. so i don't know what's gonna come hopefully i mean hopefully he figures it out like john moran's a great player yeah I would like to see him play. I, I want to, you know, I want to see him do good things for the Grizzlies. Yeah. Um, so only time will tell. Newsflash: He's going to lose the appeal. He's not appealing. Oh, I thought you said he was appealing. NBAPA was appealing. They, I don't know if they were appealing, but I, I got it. An they an just app. put out the got same it, minute. I, I literally just wrote the headline. Yeah. So I don't yeah. know. If, I got the headline from Yahoo Sports. The National Basketball Players Association calls Grizzly Stars John Moran's twenty five game punishment excessive and inappropriate. Who knows if they're fighting? They yeah. might just they might just be saying If stuff. they did they would lose it. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I don't know. I I hope he figures it out. I mean we can
1: this isn't this isn't jaw, And we can't really go into detail on this one. But Zion is getting close to being in the same place. Yeah,
0: Zion. Zion just had a lot of drama. He's,
1: he's got to get the off-court stuff
0: under control. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know how to talk about this one. Can't I really. If you want to, Zion Zionist is in a lot of off-court situation. Well, I don't even know if it's real or not. First of all, oh, I think it's real. Um, I've seen a lot of it's posts. Very say, public. <laughs> I've seen a lot of posts say the Pelicans might trade him. Yeah, because Scoot Henderson. I
1: read that he basically has no relationship with. Pelicans front office anymore.
0: Well, he doesn't even play. Like, yeah. Oh man, I don't know what to think about him. Uh, biggest bust of all time. No, up there. Anthony Bennett is biggest bust of all time. Drafted first overall in twenty thirteen. At least he
1: played
0: two seasons, three seasons.
1: Well, he's played what, maybe fifty games. Yeah,
0: he's been an all star starter twice. Because he's Zion Williams, dog. I would not say Zion Williamson is the biggest bust or even up there.
1: I mean, I wouldn't say he's at all time. But. Because
0: of injury, I will not call Zion a bust. I I will never call a player a bust because they can't play. But I will call a player, Anthony Bennett, a bust because the mo- as a f- number one overall pick, his rookie year averaged 4.2 points per game. <laughs> now I remember this. Yeah. Remember now his this. next season, he had a career-high 5.2 points a game. <laughs> And in five, four after four years of play, he was out of the league. I will not say Zion's anywhere near. Is he playing in Sh- Shanghai or something? I don't even know where Corn or where Anthony is. Kwame Brown, another huge bust. He played a long time, ten years. As number one overall pick, averaged ten points a game. How many once? games is Zion played though? Okay, let's see. More than you think. How many do you think?
1: I'll give him about like eighty-two.
0: So Zion has played. He's in his fourth season, okay. or he just finished his fourth season. He's played three total, played 114 games. So he played 61 in his okay, second so year, it's so that's pretty is. good. And he averaged 27 in his second okay. year. This year he played 29, averaging 26. Like he's averaged 20 points, I think. And I think he's starting to figure it out. And I think if he goes to a new home, you might see it. I've seen players, you know, they're oh, yeah, injured a lot, and then they 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 just get a new change of scenery and they figure yeah. it out. No, 100.
1: It's just the off-court stuff, man. How I delete... Like, delete Twitter. Like, LeBron... We talked about this before.
0: Yeah. LeBron! Nothing.
1: Nothing's like this has ever happened with him.
0: It's because he doesn't get into stuff. Exactly. So, I don't know what else to think. I I mean, I read all the stuff. I saw Stephen A's TikTok commenting (laughs) on it. But it's just like... That's a bias. I don't even want to talk about it. Because it's like, dude's not even playing... Hopefully he figures it out. Um, hopefully it's fake. It looked it looked fake at first, and all the tweets were deleted. Yeah. So hopefully hopefully it's fake. I don't necessarily trust the source of all the news. Um. Anyways, I we need to move on from this conversation. <laughs> um. I watched a baseball game. One. One baseball game. We're making a lot of improvement. When no, we, I mean that's better than where we were at. When man. we started this pod, I was like, man, I. He did not like baseball. I at hate all baseball. Time. It's so boring to watch. Now I've been playing a lot of the show because it's entertaining. It's fun to play. I've always enjoyed playing the show. Yeah. And because of this, I'm starting to learn things through the podcast. I learn things. I have deemed myself a Yankees fan. Please Which I worry. I think is valid. I think it's valid. Um. So now I'm sitting here just watching baseball. Watch the Mets and Yankees play Wednesday night. Subway Series, man. Mets won uh, in the 10th inning, walked it off. I watched it. It was a good ball game. I actually missed the last play because I was playing Siege and missed uh, was in a heated round. And then look over, i like, dang it, the game's over.
1: Um, the Mets put a really bad baseball game that game
0: and somehow pulled it out. I mean, yeah. Volpe scored steals home. Do, do you think that? Did you see that, that second base call? Yeah, that could have gone either way and I've been fine with it. Yeah, that's kind of how I felt. I was really upset they tied it up on that, you know? Yeah. But that could have gone either way. I mean obviously
1: if my team is playing like I'm pulling for that. Um but that's just a
0: tough situation. I just got an update on Aaron Judge an hour ago. Second toe ligament is bothering Aaron Judge. Ooh. He has received another PRP injection, but there's no timetable for his return. Yeah. And Is that from the wall? I'm
1: I'm just gonna let you in on this. The Yankees are notorious for downplaying players' injuries and their timetable is shorter than they're supposed to be.
0: As long as, that is a known fact. As long as Stanton's playing, I'm happy. <laughs> for for everybody knows, Stanton's my favorite player, Giancarlo. But yeah, the
1: at one point, the Yankees had one outfielder on their roster this week, Billy McKinney. Put, put unless you actually know baseball, you don't know who that is. Put Stanton. <laughs> those those days are long gone. How old even is Stan? I don't even know. Oh, he's 30s for sure. Oh, yeah. Um
0: I'm guessing like 30. I'm going to go with 34. Pigenes. Yeah, I'm going to say 35. 33. All right. He plays like he's 60. Yeah. Same with the Rizzo. What sucks about becoming a Yankees fan now I know the fall is going to be hard. Yeah. I mean, we are a big market team.
1: And if you look at the standings.
0: Yeah, we're not Like, so we've long. talked about a lot the
1: AL East is the best. We're not... the are 39-30. And... And... Two... We're like eight games. Whatever. Two divisions that would put you in first place.
0: Yeah. So... But I feel like... I feel like with the aging players we have, the okay. fall will be... Like, if I know anything about basketball and football from what I've seen, the fall will be hard, and I'm going to be watching another bad team again. What but you
1: need... The situation you need to pay attention
0: to is the Volpe situation. Mm-hmm
1: it's tough he's he gets called up you know the biggest market
0: in the MLB. he's hitting maybe 200 it kind of he kind of sits at that i end. saw that he was at like 192 yeah he sits at that end. mendoza line. so is um have the yankees ever been like really bad oh yeah like how recent oh yeah
1: recently 2010s late
0: 2010s okay yeah no they've been really bad yeah well, because i just saying, because I'm like, sometimes you see these big market teams, and they're always good because they always can get free agents.
1: Dodgers weren't good until probably 2014, and so it's like, look be, at us now.
0: Yeah, and I just don't want to lose. Period. <laughs> um, I,
1: it's it's tough right now. For them. I don't want to
0: Oakland athletic situation.
1: Well, that <laughs> that is just preparing to lose.
0: So. I don't want to talk about that. You want to talk
1: about it? We've we've touched on the A's a lot. How they're just basically a minor league, league the, team. Our favorite team. Yeah, yeah, they're Tony Kemp for MVP. They're a minor league team playing a major league schedule. Um, along with that, you're know, like, well, why are like why are they just selling? Because their owner proposed to move to Las Vegas, and if you've ever heard about, you know, like when the Raiders moved and
0: all this. It, it's a long process because you got to build a stadium first of all, right? And the other thing is like it's Oakland. The A's have such a rich history. Yeah. Like I don't, I never knew baseball, but I knew the A's. Yeah,
1: because yeah,
0: Reggie Jackson, A's yeah.
1: So they have to they they're trying to procure this land in Las Vegas. It's like a nine acre plot, not huge, right? Like it's probably only the whole thirty five thousand, which for baseball is kind of small. That gets, that gets figured out. They get the land. When does this announcement happen? It happens on the date that A's fans select to have a reverse boycott of the A's games. Because they've been boycotting all year. Like, if you've mm-hmm. ever turned on the A's game, there's no one there. Like, they're pushing maybe 2,000 at every game. Yeah. Which is terrible. There's more people at my early games. Um, so that news comes out. But, the A's fans made a statement. Everyone shows up. They were in the, sell shirts. The fans were handing out sell the team shirts out in front. So it was a giveaway night. Not by the Oakland A's, though. Yeah. By the Oakland A's fans. I saw
0: these kids with big shirts mm-hmm. on and sell. sell the
1: team. Um, in the fifth inning, so like it's all over Twitter you now. Like yeah, I've seen, the it. Chance. I've seen it everywhere. Yeah. So they're going to all point that. In the fifth inning, the first batter, everyone's going to stand up and they're going to be silent. So, I mean, it's, it was kind of creepy. Kind of normal for their stadium, <laughs> yeah. honestly.
0: The players are like, oh, yeah, it was it's nice. normal. I play normal now. Yeah.
1: And then after that first batter, the whole arena, arena the whole Coliseum, was chanting, sell the team. It was so loud. And it was so it was loud.
0: So loud. Yeah. Like, I, I had my phone, like, not, the volume not up, and I'm like, oh my, this is loud. Yeah. And,
1: you know, all this comes at the end of an A's seven-game win streak. They're playing the Rays. We've talked about the Rays a lot. The Rays, the Rays are, really are like 50 and 19. The Rays are really good right now. And they take two out of three for the Rays and end that streak on that night that they pack the house and win that. What really irks me, and this is well, I said we'll talk about owners later. Did they make a statement? The A's made a statement. Now, this I like. A's made a statement. They're like, awesome. We're going to take all the revenue from ticket sales this night, and we're donating it to the Oakland, one of the Oakland, uh, charities, uh, yeah, the food, uh, food bank, food bank. That's yeah. So that's yeah. awesome. Like, that's really cool. But irked me was Rob Manfred, who's the commissioner
0: mm-hmm. of the MLB. Yes. Okay.
1: They, someone, you know, when a move happens, it has to be approved by owners. Yeah. 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 Know? Um, so they're having a big meeting for that. The day after that, Rob Manfred has a press conference, which he rarely ever does. So when he does, people like to grill him, which I love because I don't like Rob Manfred. Um, he was talking about, oh, well, Oakland never really did anything to try to keep him to stay, which was false.
0: What's this thing they just did?
1: Yeah. Well, he's talking about like, they wanted to build a new stadium and oh, they, were, yeah. they weren't, Getting the funds together. Um, this was like, does he really have that much, or that lack of respect for the MLB ball club? And you gotta feel bad for Oakland. Golden State moves across. Oh, Oakland A's gone. Raiders gone. Raiders. Raiders gone. So now what do they have? Nothing. What?
0: In I... a fairly rich sports history town. Like when you really think about it. What I think is interesting is I think about this like if it was an NBA team I think about like Thunder.
1: It's it could happen to the Thunder. Like it's the same thing. Either. Well
0: I, no, that's what the Thunder did. Oh well, yeah. Being in Seattle, then they moved. Well, I think is a just place to have a team. They should have a team. Yeah, and we moved to Oklahoma City. Yeah. Like who wants to who wants to play in Oklahoma City? I'm sorry, yeah. I love the Thunder, no, but yeah. nobody wants to play in Oklahoma City. Except for the twenty year olds we dropped, who are like, I'm in the NBA, and then once they see money, they're like, can't wait to go to LA or Miami. <laughs> yeah. um, what's interesting about it is I'm I'm just kind of sitting here and I'm like, so they moved to Vegas, right? Well, when Oklahoma City moved, they were hot. I mean, they had KD, they had players. That's yeah. the difference. Yeah. Um. So it's like they were hot. The that stadium was packed all the time. Like, I watch the videos, and I'm like, I just can't believe how loud it is. I mean, it's loud city for a reason. The the uh, stadium's made to be loud. Mm-hmm. I'm like, with the A's, it's just not the same. It used to be. Yeah, it used it's to be. It's the bleacher creatures, man. But, like, like they're going to move, and then what? It they're, Are they going to invest the, in the team? The
1: Raiders had the lowest attendance in the NFL. Let's sit here and be honest. The NFL is a much, much bigger market than will MLB. Yeah. What do they think's gonna bring in... Like Vegas is a good baseball town. They just put in the Oakland A's actually put their AAA team in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. And they do great numbers. But it's a long season. How are they gonna keep up the attendance? They're not putting a roof on the stadium. So it's gonna be hot. Because it's Nevada.
0: I feel like they just want it to be in Vegas because you got a lot of tourists and who's. Who's like? Let's go bet on the baseball game. Very true. But also,
1: like, who's? Let's go watch the Oakland A's. I'll show up for an Oakland A's versus Dodgers game. Like, people will show up for that because and that's not because it's I, the A's, it's because it's the Dodgers.
0: That's why I think it's different than what the uh, Thunder did. Is because it's they're they're not good, mm-hmm. and so it's like when they move, they're not going to be the the new hot topic in mm-hmm. town. Especially when you have the Raiders who aren't good. You have the Knights who just won the Stanley
1: Cup. Yeah, which is awesome. There, that's a that's a successful expansion team story right there. Six years. I mean, that's crazy. Putting that much money and that much effort into that, and they snag that. I mean, you have a you have a, a quote right here from one of the assemblymen in Las Vegas. She said, "With the Aces winning a Natty last year and the Golden Knights securing the Stanley Cup, it is clear that Las Vegas is becoming the entertainment." Entertainment and sports capital of the world.
0: They have a they have a really good future. I think the issue, which
1: is cool, we're sitting here talking about Vegas, but like, what about Oakland? You
0: know. Yeah, I think the issue we'll run into is just they're not gonna, unless the owners want to invest into this team, get good players. They don't. That's what I'm saying. So I don't think I think this move will doesn't. I think this will move will hurt them a lot more. Yeah.
1: If he wanted to invest in this team. He would trade Brett Rucker, who's their best player. Like, at this point, what do you got to lose? You know, he's traded everyone else or not signed everyone else. This kid was wearing a shirt, and it had Josh Donaldson, Sean Murphy, Matt Olson, all Marcus Simeon. All these guys have once mm-hmm. been an A, who are now going off and are having All Star seasons that they did not re-sign. And it's like kind of embarrassing the A's and the MLB in general that that's even happening it's sad we we're always talking about how the A's are the worst in baseball but the Royals actually have a worse record right now and they're like not in that space of like totally giving up either like they have dudes that are up right now that should be having much better seasons than they are Like, their number one prospect is up right now, and he's hitting the low 200s, and it's kind of alarming. It's like, do you sound the alarm now, or do you just let him ride it out and see if he can figure it out? I mean, Bobby Wood Jr., you know who that is. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, like, household name. He's hitting two forty four, which, okay, that's a little better than I thought. 11 homers. But they are... Their record... 18 and 50. The Royals? 18 and 50. Yeah, it's like... Come on, fellas. Who's first baseman? Well, he just got hurt. Vinny Pasquantino. Okay. Well, they have Nick Prado, who was a, a, a prospect for them. He's pretty good. But, yeah. I have. To, I talked about them in the grades the other day. They're going to lose. They're going to lose. But let's try to be better than the minor league team, right? Like, that, that should be a goal. Um, then you look at him and you're like okay well we have some pieces let's move them and they've already said they're not gonna move Salvi
0: no he's your he's your he's the guy that people come to see yeah but it's like
1: Zach Grinke is your best player he's pushing 40 years old that's ridiculous it honestly if I went to a Royals game right now even if it was the A's I'm going to see the other team like, I'm not, yeah. I am not going to see the Royals. And, like, if a team in a bigger market who didn't have as loyal of fans as the mid, like, Midwest fans are more loyal, I feel like, or understanding, let's say. Yeah. They're more understanding. Like, they were in a di- different market then I don't know that their season would, people, I don't know that people would show up. I don't know how it would be any different than
0: Oakland. Luckily, the Chiefs are there, so. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, Yeah, no kidding. Um, The Rays are still in first. Whoop-de-doo, that's normal. Baltimore, though. We were talking about Baltimore earlier. If you're a Yankees fan, if you're a Yankees fan, you should really hate the Baltimore Orioles.
0: So, like, you say that right, but I have family from Virginia, Maryland.
1: Family don't matter right now, brother. We're talking about the O's. The O's are always that little brother that you guys have beat up on and who have never been better than you, really. And look at them now. They have the... Second best record in baseball, and I love it because there are a bunch of young guys who are super talented, and I love. I think I personally love watching prospects more than I do veterans. That's just me though, because I like following their stories and stuff.
0: Like uh, what's his face, Jackson Holiday.
1: Yeah, like I'll follow Jackson Holiday's career. The Dodgers are in second. I go on a rant about them. Our whole pitching side was hurt. The bullpen's terrible. We're calling up a kid from double A tomorrow to start. What? To start, yes. That's kind of where they're at. How do you feel about that? I think he's a great arm, and I was excited for him, but I don't know if I was excited for him this week. I was thinking, like, next year, you know. We have brought up a kid, Bobby Miller, though, and if you care about baseball, you need to know his name. Um, Pirates are in first, they're tied, or they're not tied, but they have a game up on the, uh, Brew Crew. Kind of surprised they still have that. We kind of said, or my prediction was that they would kind of lose that and tail off. Um, Acuna is still doing MVP type numbers. Um, AL Central and the NL Central are up for grabs. There's going to be some good teams that miss the playoffs this year just because of how stuff is unfolding right now. Maybe here soon, as we venture closer to that July 31st trade deadline, this month, this June month, will really lay out who's going to sell and who's going to buy. Um, Cleveland, not out of reach of that first place spot. They have some pitchers that you think might go. Um, the White Sox are in third place. I'm leaning more towards the side that they're going to sell because they're just terrible and they have a good lineup. I don't I don't really know what happens no one does um, if I look anywhere else the Reds but the Reds have been hot lately they're in a five game win streak and they've brought up just a bunch of young dudes are kind of putting it together which is not a thing that we haven't seen this year um, the Rockies they don't really have anyone to sell the Giants are in third place they won't sell they have a winning record 529 1 percentage four and a half games out they have a wild card spot. If you if you have a wild card spot, you're not going to sell. But that's you you're playing to get into the playoffs. But after after the Dodgers and the Giants, the wild card is just really tough. And I would love to pull the Giants in the wild card game cuz I think that's a super winnable game. I mean, you're going to see Logan Webb, but I think we can counter really nicely. So just... Just keep watching games and come back to me and we can talk. Because I watch
0: a baseball game every night. The Yankees are uh, about to play so I'm going to watch it. Let's go.
1: So... Who's on the bump for them tonight? Um, Domingo. Domingo, yeah, they're up one nothing. Who's uh, pitching for the uh, Red Sox? Tanner Houck, I believe. I don't know who that is. He's pretty good.
0: I watched... Uh, I was... Uh, Bricktown Brewery the other day mm-hmm. watched, Justin Tur- watched Justin Turner hit a homer. There you go. That was funny.
1: Yeah, it's Tanner Howell. He's one of their better guys. Having a bad year, he's one of their better guys. So
0: that'll be a fun game to watch. Yeah. Well, that being said, that's about all the time we have today. Um. Should be should be on schedule now. Yep. For a while. I don't think any life stuff's coming up. <laughs> so. You make it sound boring. I had all all my excitement I need. So we'll catch you guys later. Have a good weekend. Enjoy the weather. Have a happy Father's Day to all the fathers Mm -hmm. out there. Um, Go watch some baseball. Yeah.